Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, or welcome to another episode of Warden's Wisdom. I'm your host, Jimmy Warden. In today's episode, we are actually going to be talking all about visualization and how when we start to incorporate some of these visualization techniques that I'm going to talk to you about, that we can actually start to tap into some of our unknown potential that we indeed have, but we might not quite be aware of. So before we get into that, let's actually just hear a quick word from our sponsors. That way you can have an ad-free experience. So visualization has actually been a technique that has been around since humans have developed the ability to think. And at its core, visualization is essentially our imagination in action. And anytime that we start to daydream about places that we'd rather be, or we imagine what our life would be like if we had made different decisions in the past, we're actually taking part in a form of visualization. And the challenge is that it is, it is a challenging technique uh, that often gets the wrong, that often gets approached uh, in the wrong way and is often thrown to the side just after a few tries. However, there are a lot of benefits to regularly practicing visualization, and some of them include, but are not limited to, an increased sensory awareness, changes in our habits, reduced levels of stress, increased levels of creativity, and an increase in confidence. So, before we get into some of the benefits of practicing visualization, let's talk a little bit about what a session of visualization might look like. So first, let's break it down to its main purpose and how that purpose leads to the benefits that we are looking for. So as I stated a few moments ago, visualization is imagination in action. <clears throat> and so that means we're visualizing a picture in our minds, almost as if we're making a mental movie in our head. And, and not even almost, that actually is what we're doing. We are the directors scene by scene. And it's super important that we try not to leave any details out because we want to create a mental experience that is as close to a physical experience as possible. For example, let's take, let's take driving down the road. Let's sit let, for an experience that we want to visualize. So we're visualizing ourselves driving down the road. In order to recreate this experience in our minds, we need to take into account all of the sensory experiences that we would experience while driving. We need to imagine the weight and feel of our foot against the gas or the brake. We need to imagine what the road itself looks like. Maybe there are people around, or maybe we're driving in a more remote area of the world with trees or mountains nearby. We also need to imagine the grip and feel of our steering wheel. Are we gripping it tightly? Is there a lot of traffic? Are we getting tense? Or do we have more of a looser grip because we're the only ones on the road? And if you also listen to music, you can even imagine the music that's playing while driving. And trying to incorporate as many of these sensory details as we can will actually help make the visualization much richer and really as rich as it can be. And it will give us, the more rich that that visualization is, it will give us as close of an experience to the real thing, which will increase our sensory awareness when we arrive in an actual situation that is similar or is essentially the same as what we have visualized. Now, this is also where a lot of people have a tendency to start mentally checking out of their visualizations because they get so caught up in those details 
that they're now trying too hard to picture it perfectly. And this resistance actually makes it much harder to visualize what we want to visualize. The recommendations that I've been given uh, is that a soft, calm focus is best when visualizing because too much effort leads to too much thinking. And we don't want our thoughts to get in the way of the movie that we're trying to create. And this can be very challenging and cause a lot of people to actually stop practicing their visualization altogether. Another reason why people stop is because they're not being realistic with their visualizations. And now I'm not against the idea of trying to manifest a dream job or manifest a dream house through visualization. However, if we don't do the work that will move us towards reaching those goals after the visualization, the visualization will essentially be rendered useless. And on the flip side, the more realistic we are, the more that we can actually make some of those positive changes that we're looking for. And one positive change that we can start to make through visualization is changes to our habits. Now, a lot of us have habits that benefit us, and we also have habits that don't benefit us. And if we want to create new habits to replace the bad habits, we can incorporate visualization to help make this possible. Let's say we used to frequently run, but we get caught up in life's rat race and we stop running because other things take priority and they're more important because there are deadlines, whatever it might be. And now we want to start running again because we, we miss that. We miss the the experience of running and we miss the benefits of running. So <clears throat> the first way that we could use visualization uh, to help us make this habit change is that we need to visualize the process in which we would go for a run from start to finish. And I'm talking about even from the time that you put on your running shoes to the form in which you take every stride all the way to when you decide that the run is over. So from that very beginning, the, the prelude to the run itself, the run itself, and the post-run, you know, when, when, when you decide it's over and, and what you do afterwards. So it's crucial to also visualize any feelings of pain or discomfort that you might experience uh, so that you can also have a plan to overcome that pain and discomfort when it arises, you know, because it's very easy to visualize yourself jogging down the road or jogging in the woods wherever your visualization takes you and it's easy to visualize what that feels like and it's always well shouldn't say always but it usually has a tendency to be pretty positive but if you aren't thinking or really visualizing some of those thinking about or visualizing some of those feelings that you have in your muscles when you're actually going for that run when you come to those points of pain and discomfort, you'll just stop because you don't have a plan of attack in terms of how you want to deal with that when that comes to fruition in reality. Now, part of that includes um, not only just the physical sensations, but some of the mental sensations in the forms of uh, there are thought patterns. You know, part of that includes the way we talk to ourselves during these times. In our visualization, especially if if we want to really make the most out of our run when we actually get to running itself, in our visualization, we should try to replace any negative self-talk that we might normally revert to when we're tired or when we're feeling in, 
in pain or when we're experiencing discomfort, we want to try to replace that with positive self-talk in order to help fuel our run and not take away from it. Including all of these elements in our visualization will actually help us prepare more for when it's time to execute because we'll have already had a similar experience in our minds through that visualization. And considering that visualization is really trying to help us prepare for whatever it might be, whether it's a habit change or something else, you know, we can also use it for a lot of other areas of our life, you know, particularly when I think of something that would be beneficial if we're going back to the idea of how it can reduce stress is that we can also use visualization to prepare us for any stressful situation to help lower our levels of stress when we actually face that in real time. And we can visualize the situation that we anticipate being stressful and come up with ways in that visualization that we can respond appropriately, again, to minimize the stress in the moment and any potential negative outcomes. And a quick example uh, that comes to mind is a job interview. Those tend to be highly stressful situations if you're the person that's being interviewed. Uh, but you know, if you have an idea of the questions that you're going to be asked, you can actually visualize that interview and how you would respond in the face of those questions. That way, when it comes to that face-to-face, -face, or you know, in these days we're doing everything over Zoom, but when you get to that point in the real interview, you'll already be able to have that previous experience that you've created with your visualization and kind of tap into it as to almost mentally say to yourself, hey, I've been here before. I've, I've done this. I've answered these questions. And if we're currently experiencing stress from our current life, we can also implement visualization to help us come up with any behavior changes and changes in our thought patterns to help decrease that stress too, which connects back to how visualization can also help us change some of our habits. And if we think about the things each day that tend to stress us out, that's a great starting point, you know, whether it be work, conflict within ourselves or with other people, you know, whether if we're not fulfilling our own expectations or other people's expectations, and there are many other ideas that come to mind, but these environments and these situations, they are all, they all have triggers uh, that trigger our stress. And once we pinpoint what those are, we should try to think about how we typically respond to that. And not just that, but specifically how we want to respond. Because a lot of these stressful situations, they put us in a reflexive state of mind and we're not necessarily aware of how we'll reflex or what we might say or, or act um, when in the face of that stress. So it's important to think about what would be the ideal response to that stress. So it helps to create that change because you can then visualize and imagine how you want to respond in those situations so that next time you're much less impulsive, you're much less reactionary and less reflexive. Um, and it'll take some time, but you know, with, with practice in that, in that calm focused effort through your visualization, it, it can be done. And the more that we visualize, the more that we can actually increase our feelings of inner confidence. And the reason being is that visualizations, again, I know I've said it before, but it's, it's 
the 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 main point here that I'm trying to make is that visualization helps to build experiences in specific situations or areas of our lives before they happen, which is essentially preparation at its core. By visualizing something before it happens, we're creating an experience of that event with our imagination. And the times that we aren't confident in ourselves is often due to the fact that we feel unprepared, there's a certain level of uncertainty that we are trying to cope with in that moment or in those specific moments. However, enter visualization, and this can actually start to change. We can visualize what we need to do in order to prepare for challenging events and begin to execute. We can start to visualize the potential uncertainty by remembering any previous events that were similar and try to incorporate those bits of uncertainty that unfolded in our visualization. That way, when these uh, bits of interference, as I like to call them, pop up in real time, we'll have already visualized how to respond to that interference and we'll use that information to respond appropriately in real time instead of responding impulsively. Now, another way that visualization can help us is that it can actually also increase our creativity. And this method is slightly different than a situational visualization where we're trying to create a mental movie of events that will happen in the future, but it is still effective nonetheless. And like I said, in those previous examples, there have been very specific actions or very specific behaviors that we're trying to incorporate into our visualization in order to create an experience of having done something before we actually do it. However, with this creativity visualization, the goal is actually to try to create a space for a limitless mind to come forward. And there are actually some really great guided uh, visualization uh, meditations out there that can actually help us manifest this. And I have actually found one in particular that has worked um, quite well. And for those of you that, that might not know, um, I actually use the Headspace app for my morning guided meditations every, every morning. And they have a great, great meditation pack for building creativity through visualization specifically. And Andy Puttacombe, who is one of the Headspace guides and um, one of the co-founders of Headspace, he actually helps you through these guided meditations um, for inc uh, increasing your creativity through visualization. So this visualization meditation has you start like a typical meditation, you know, by creating a state of presence, by guiding you through deep breathing and sensory feelings, you know, things, um, for example, you know, feeling the weight of your body on your chair or on the floor, hearing the sounds around you, um, and anytime your mind starts to become too attached to thoughts and thinking, we have an anchor back to that state of presence uh, by trying to anchor back by focusing on the breath when that mind starts to wander. And, you know, after several minutes of starting as a more, we'll say, traditional meditation, Andy then guides, guides you to imagine a creative spark that starts in the center of the chest, and it actually starts to expand throughout the whole body. And he guides you through, you know, feeling that sensation and it's almost like a warming feeling within you. And it continues to expand throughout the body. And once it gets through your whole body, 
He then guides you to continue to expand that feeling outside of the body and into the space of around you and even beyond until you can no longer imagine this spark that has now expanded exponentially um, until you can no longer imagine the spark expanding anymore. And when you can't imagine the spark expanding anymore, you return back to your anchor, you return back to your breath and just try to start that process all over again. And the reason why this actually works really well to increase your creativity is because it actually helps expand the boundaries of where the mind takes you. And it really helps with creating that limitless mind because we often put governors on our thoughts or we put governors on our actions or we put governors on a lot of, just a lot of things that we do in general because we don't want others to think that we are out of touch with reality but in fact, it is the limitations that we place, um, you know, it's the limitations that we place on our thoughts that actually often lead to our stress and inability to be creative because we feel like we have already exhausted all of our other options and we have nowhere to turn to. However, the more that we can expand our minds the more that we can actually now search for new ways to create and new ways to, we'll say, especially if we're, we're going back to the stress in general, you know, but new ways that we can combat that stress because we no longer have those parameters that we've already placed on ourselves. And another great aspect of creating a more limitless mind is that it also leads to more confidence in ourselves. So, you know, to start kind of wrapping this up, um, you know, all in all, visualization and visualizing actions that we want to take beforehand can really help us tremendously in many, many areas of our lives. It can help us increase our presence of mind. It can help increase our sensory awareness, which can really help us be more in tune with each present moment. And again, it's going to take a lot of practice to start increasing our sensory awareness. So when it comes time to engage in a visualization practice, try to incorporate as many of those details as we can, but not get too frustrated, you know, if the picture or the movie isn't completely perfect, because then you'll get clogged with too many thoughts. And that, again, tends to steer us away from the actual images and perhaps movie scenes that we're trying to create in our minds. And, you know, another thing that is really important to keep in mind is that visualization can also help us change old habits and create new ones by imagining the process that we need to engage in in order to make these changes. It can also help us prepare for any challenging circumstances, such as job interviews, because we'll picture how the job interview will go before it actually happens. And by creating this experience, we'll feel much more comfortable when it comes to the real interview because we'll have already played out the different scenarios of outcomes in our minds. And the more that we can do this, the more that that inner confidence starts to build and we can start to create more confidence because we feel more prepared when challenge does eventually come our way. And, and it really, again, connects back to that last idea of how that confidence can start to manifest within you is that the more prepared that you feel about something, genu generally speaking, the more confident you are in yourself. And so, you know, 
finally, just kind of taking these last couple of um, couple of notes here is just that you know the more that we can we can start to visualize again, the more inner confidence we have because we'll feel very prepared and. And both preparation and, and confidence can also just breed less stress in our lives because a lot of the stress that we feel is based on things that we are not prepared for because of the concept of uncertainty and not knowing what to do. But visualization can help teach us what to do um, before it actually happens. And, you know, most importantly, you know, and, and I think a lot of it really these new, we'll say, these new ways of thinking and these new avenues um, of trying to combat the uncertainties that we face in life it, is that it actually helps take off the shackles of our limited mind by giving our mind the space that it needs in order to create, whether it be just genuine creativity, if you're a, if you're a reader, if you're a writer, if you're a painter or a musician, Visualization can really help to increase your levels of creativity, and, and, and even if you're an everyday person, you know these the, these visualization methods can also help you combat anything that you might be facing in your life that is rather challenging. So, you know, in sum, I just want to say, you know, give it a try if you'd like, um, because there are a lot of pieces of us that we haven't tried to bring out of our inner self yet and i just really truly believe that visualization can really help bring out our utmost potential um so the more that you practice visualization the more that you try it um you know the more potential that you could bring outside of yourself into the world so it's really you know it's really a win-win scenario in that situation because you never know uh, what potential you could tap into. So I just want to say thank you for listening, folks. I really appreciate the fact that you took some time out of your day today to give this a listen. I really hope that there are some ideas in the podcast that resonated with you. And if that is indeed the case, please feel free to not only just, um, you know, perhaps give me some feedback, but, you know, more importantly, I'd love that I'd love if you shared this with other people, because if it resonated with you, chances are it's definitely going to resonate with somebody that is close to you. Uh, so please feel free to share this as much as you can. Uh, that way we can just continue to spread the good word about how we can just get a little bit better each day. So thank you folks for listening. I really appreciate it and tune in soon for another episode.